Especially for someone like me who does not find anything I say funny. Roll and tape! Yeah. Hello there, podcast land. My name is Billy. And my name is Christy. And you are listening to the Front Porch Sessions podcast. We are so glad that you are choosing to spend part of your day with us. And can I take you back in time and ask you to please be kind and rewind. And while you are doing that, go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever you are listening. Go ahead and give us a positive review telling the world how much you love us and that they should listen to us as well. And go ahead and hit that five stars. Give us five stars if you don't mind because we love you five stars and we would appreciate it if you loved us five stars back. Aww. While you're doing that, go ahead and check us out on Instagram. We are the Front Porch Sessions Podcast on Instagram. You can follow our feed and our stories. Make sure to answer some of those polls and questions. And if you've got something helpful or maybe an answer to a question we asked or maybe a question that we didn't ask and you think we should ask, go ahead and send that to us over Instagram in the DMs. Again, that's the Front Porch Sessions Podcast on Instagram. Yeah, just go ahead and slide into those DMs. You don't like it when I say that. I and that's the only reason I say that because yeah. I know it makes you uncomfortable. Also, though, related to that idea, though, if there's something you want us to maybe address on mm. one of the podcasts, whether yeah. it's on our weekly random ramblings from the front porch, the front porch sessions, or thoughts on, or one of the other special episodes, because we will have some more of those coming up uh, in just a few months. I've already started thinking about them. Mm. But, you know, go ahead and Instagram's a good place to yeah. connect with us over that. Yeah. I was thinking, uh, obviously, as we started about, we're going to have to go back in time a little bit. And some of this may come from us having just talked about Back to the Future, Mm -hmm. you and I, not on Mm -hmm. the podcast. Mm -hmm. And uh, actually, even before we did that, I was thinking about the whole VHS videotapes. And you would uh go to the video store Uh and you would rent a VHS and take it home to watch. This Mm -hmm. is before DVDs. And you... You hoped they had it behind the box. Right. Is that the one that you went to growing up? Kind of like so, that. They yeah. had the box there or the box cover and the actual thing was behind it. And yeah. you hoped there was one there. Yeah. Sometimes, though, they some places they pulled them from behind the, the counter. But with that, uh, you had to rewind. Yeah. They asked be you kind. and they put stickers on there. Yeah. They said, be kind, please rewind. Mm-hmm. But it also was of such a situation that... Uh, some of the places charged you yes. if you didn't rewind. Yes. There was a rewind fee. Yes. I don't remember how much it was, 50 cents to a couple of dollars. Do you think there's somebody behind the counter that that was their job? They were the rewind jockey or something? Yes, because uh, I remember going into one particular place, and they basically had a rewind machine. It didn't play. Mm-hmm. VHS, all you did was put it in there, and it rewound them. Yeah. And so they would check, and if you didn't rewind, they would charge you. Yeah. That's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I understand on one level, yeah. but there's another part of me. It's like, what in the world? It's maybe to help the world not to devolve into mass confusion and chaos. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> well, I think at least one of the VCRs we had had an automatic rewind. So once it got to oh. the end of the tape, yeah. it automatically started rewinding it for yeah. you. So but you didn't who have gets to all the way to the end of a VHS tape? Obviously, you know I, mean? I did to oh. know that it had an automatic yeah. rewind on it. Also, I think we should take this opportunity to say <laughs> it is lovely weather here it's at glorious. our front porch. And wow. we are back on the front porch recording this particular episode. So if yes. you he- hear some kids uh, playing or screaming, they're uh, I think it. some neighborhood kids are in our backyard with our kids playing. You're going to hear some 
cars drive by occasionally, you may hear us get distracted <laughs> as uh, we tell them to quit texting and driving or stop speeding or something of that nature. Yeah. So, But hopefully not. Hopefully not. Hopefully it'll be not so bad with that today. But it is a gorgeous day wow. where we are. It has been hot. I want to say brutally hot. Mm-hmm. I mean, almost all of this past week we were under a heat yeah. advisory. And uh, it was hot. Yeah, and they hot, mentioned hot, hot. of it being hot to a friend, and she said, I thought you were from the South. This isn't hot. And I said, it's 96 degrees. It is hot. It's okay to admit it's hot at 96 degrees. Well, even being from the Deep South, we recognize that it's hot. Hot is hot. You might be used to it, but it is hot. And yeah. it never fails that, for the well, it maybe does fail, because I only remember the past several years. We'll have some mild weather. And then mm-hmm. it gets into where we're going back to school, mm-hmm. and it starts pushing a hundred yeah. actual yeah. temperature every yeah. day yep. before that. But yeah, so we've had a little bit of rain, cool things off. Yeah. I don't even know what the temperature is right this minute, I'm but it is a lot. It's seventy. A lot cooler, I think, is what. I wonder if uh, is it Ida? Is that the current yeah, hurricane? The I wonder if it has it. anything uh, to do with with some of this. So. But I am worried about those folks. I am definitely worried about that. I've seen some uh, people that I don't want to say I know, but I know who they are. Mm -hmm. Uh, And not everybody would follow them on things because you're not connected to them like I am. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's people that probably most people that listen don't care about. Oh, (laughs) pseudo celebrities. In my world. Okay. But they have private accounts, which kind of boggles my mind. So do you. No, you I don't. Have multiple accounts. I don't have private accounts. Well, I just mean like I was thinking you meant like personal accounts. No, they have a private account. Okay. And you, but they let me follow them. And as far as I know, we don't really know each other. Look how special you are. I am special, but they live in New Orleans, and they are currently not in New Orleans. I bet. Uh, trying to get ahead of the storm, so hoping and praying everything works out. Yeah, especially for those that, that can't get out. I mean, that's. That's a next level that you just you can't leave. You're you're just in a position to where trying to get out is just impossible. I just oh, that's so scary. So, yeah, definitely on my mind today as well. But we're going to enjoy the nice weather while we can. Yeah, and we have some rain coming, just like a lot of places. Yes, I was just looking at the weather, uh, seeing the radar. This is not going to devolve into the to the uh, front porch weather show, but <laughs> uh, it seems like a places where a lot of our listeners are from are going to be getting some rain yeah. very shortly. Yeah, they're so about to get drenched. Enjoy that <laughs> while you can, I guess. Or not, some places need the rain. We've needed some of we it. Have it's helped, some but of it's it. going to heat back up here in a few days. So yeah. we're going to enjoy the cool weather while we can, hanging out here. Absolutely. On the porch. And while we are in this rambling mode, how was your week? My week was pretty good. We uh, transitioned back to teaching midweek. And I realized as much as I kind of drug my feet about starting back to school, that the part that I actually enjoy are the students. And so once we actually got back to the classroom, had good experiences there, was able to kind of get excited and, and get motivated to have a great year. So I had a pretty good week. What about you? I think overall my week was really good. Yeah. Uh, really good. Nothing. I don't, I can't think of really any bummer moments. Yeah. Normally some of those kind of, uh, pop their way in there. I don't, I had something better to say, but I don't, it just didn't come out. So yeah, I think it it was a good week. Started back to teaching. 
Uh, that first day was a little bit rough on me because I don't really do syllabus day. Mm-hmm. My classes are more specialized and they're not humongous. Mm-hmm. So we do go over the details of it. And then I start right into class. Yeah. And that first day I had three classes where some people are like, poor baby. But <laughs> it's it's a long time. It's a lot with some other things that are coming through. And just things that you you have to do. My throat hurt. Yes. Because I was not used to speaking that much at <laughs> yeah. one time. And there was even one point in the day I thought, weekly you record a podcast. Right. But typically we spend somewhere between an hour and three hours recording for the week. Mm-hmm. And my voice will, my throat will hurt for a little bit. And then we're done with it. But my throat hurt. And I'm, yeah. I'm not back in teaching shape yet. But <laughs> no, that, that's good. I think I've got a good crop of new students. As much as I can tell from a handful of days, yeah. they're participating, they seem engaged, so that's good. One of them uh, the other day came in to class and said before it started that I heard you like to use um, sl- our slang, like oh. slang that we use. And <laughs> he, I'm like, what are you talking about? And he said, I, he- I hear you like to use the slang that we use in, in class and stuff. And he th- said, threw out an example. And I'm like, no, I don't know that. And when he says that, I'm thinking... Where would you have heard that? You haven't been here long enough to talk to anybody about that. And that's probably not the first thing they're going to tell you. Now, after I finished talking with him, I did realize, you know, occasionally I will use the young people's vernacular. I will use some of the the young in slang, but it's always in an ironic way. And it is definitely for the laugh factor. Yes, yes. So I guess I may have misled him in that. Later on, I found out that that individual was in your class and you referenced that I had done that. Yeah. But for our daughter, and I think there was just some disconnect there, putting everything together. But I was like, no, I I don't do that. I said, (laughs) the only time that I've done that, I did on my podcast, making fun of my daughter. And the student next to him said, do you have a podcast? (laughs) Like, yeah, we got a podcast. Me and my wife do a podcast and we just sit around and talk. Mm-hmm. Well, is it on Spotify? Yeah, that's on there. What's it called? Or maybe maybe he asked what it was called and then asked if it was on Spotify. So he pulls it up and he shows it to the person next to him. He's like, he wasn't joking. <laughs> and I'm like, do you think I'm going to lie about having that podcast? And uh, so we may pick up some new listeners. <laughs> and truthfully, if you're new to this, this is just our random ramblings from the front porch. We talk about love, life, and happiness, and whatever else is going on. And sometimes we make up stuff. Oh, boy. Don't you think? Uh, I think uh, I'm, feel, I'm uncomfortable answering that question. Well, we don't really make up stuff. Sometimes we report the news. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we just talk about things going on in our lives. Sometimes we go off on rants and give life advice. Considering you've now so. told one of your students, who is also my student, that I've lied to him. No, you didn't lie to him. <laughs> I know I didn't lie to him. Because in that situation, you were correct. Yes, but did he know that? It's no different than when we have students that we share and they're they're reporting back to me how you've used me in an example in a classroom setting. And I, I've just gotten aware if they say it, I just, yeah, okay, whatever. Like, I just roll with it. But I don't guess you have quite as much of an opportunity for students to come back and say, I'm talking about you in my classes. I don't know. You're just not quite as used to it. 
No, I do have some of them that come and do that, and normally it happens in a way that they try to tell me that I do something I don't do. Okay. Or that somebody told them something. And let me just stop here for a second. <laughs> you can't help yourself. This is the third car that we've seen drive up our, th- our street since we sat down to record ever how many minutes ago. I can't see the timer there. That was staring at their phone texting. Yeah. yeah. I If you are a student of mine mm-hmm. and I see you doing that, I'm going to put you on blast. <laughs> I'm going to put it out there on Twitter so everybody can see it. Those are straight-up facts. And for what it's worth, none of them have been students. These are grown adults who know better. Right. And all I keep thinking about is our little neck of the street has several kiddos on it. Lots of kids. We have two kids. We're probably about 15 kids strong on the street. It's kind of crazy. And they really, they act like they own the street. We do try, try, try to keep them uh, in line as far as remember. There are tons of cars in here. But they, you know, there's little ones ones too that maybe they're not going to be as diligent in looking so it does really make me nervous that we've got so many coming up our street that are not paying as close of attention as they should i feel like we are doing a really over overblown job of this old people fussing at cars but man it makes me nervous it's, it's about trying to keep people safe yeah like the drivers and our kids and we have a, a I don't. We have a number of elderly people too yes. that live on our street yes. that some are that walk through here for exercise. True. So I need these people to pay attention. So back to the real topic here is when <laughs> uh, when students come. Most of the time, when it's happened, when students have come from one of your classes and later in the day they have my class, mm-hmm. they're telling me things and they didn't really pay attention or there oh, sure. wasn't a great connection. Yes. Somehow they forgot some of the details. Yes. Because I remember very clearly one day an individual came to class and was trying to tell me something. Oh, you do this. And I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, you, you do this. I'm like, no, I don't. It's like, <laughs> oh, Miss Mrs. told us that you did this. And I'm like, did she perhaps say this? <laughs> Well, yeah, that's that's what she said. Uh-huh. Okay, well, that's not what you came yeah. here telling me. that. Who's going to be... <laughs> the better person to, to confirm whether or not I do something or not. <laughs> you know, is that going to be yeah. me or is it going to be this person yeah. that heard heard words you said, yeah. but not really what you said? For what it's worth, I really do a decent job as far as I know explaining things, but it really is exactly as you say. They tune in and out and maybe they hear something that's interesting. So, so they get that Yeah, part. the words it, were cap and no cap and suddenly I did, it, I watched heads kind of pop up like, Oh, I know those words. And they thought that was funny. And I got a a good laugh out of it. And so that probably is what happened is that I should have said that part of it. Yeah. Like that should have been the headline of the paragraph. And then I tell the story and then I close it out with it again. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And if you happen to be that that new student that's listening to this, this is nothing against you. No, I'm not saying it's, it also provided good fodder for us to talk about here a little bit, but I really think it was not connecting or didn't catch the part that. I talked about that a little bit on a podcast when we were making fun of our daughter. But you actually did do it on the front porch yes. at dinner. Yeah, that we, was the story I told oh, them. Oh, okay. So that maybe that's what he meant, that yeah. we were doing that. Because I just said, I've talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. But we did, because she was trying to get me to say something, some slang term that mm-hmm. they use. And I'm like, no. You looked him up. I looked it up. You did a great so job with There them. was like a list of 30 and I was able to incorporate 28 of them mm-hmm. and actually in the appropriate manner yeah. while we were just sitting yeah. here. And then we made a little bit of fun on the podcast. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe he just didn't catch it was 
our daughter that we were you were talking about and mm-hmm. just thought now I will occasionally throw some things in on class just to see if they're paying attention or to get a reaction, but it's basically ironic when I do it. Yeah. Well, it's great to have a middle schooler, and when you finally find something that, I don't know if it really embarrasses her, but it really kind of, it got her a little bit. She's like, okay, enough of that. We're like, oh, so now we know. Now we know Good what to, to do. Know. Yeah, so you just wait till we go to, uh, we're out in public, or we're at one of the school events, or a ball game, <laughs> and she's with her friends, and she comes up and asks, hey, can we go do this? I want to start using that slang yep. or hang it. You know, if we're sitting around her friend's parents, I'm going to just use yep. it all the time yep. see what happens. Yep. They may think I'm chuggy or something. but <laughs> And the kids keep getting on to you for using that because they're like, we don't say that word, but it bugs them. And so we keep, yeah, we so keep, keep using, using it. it. Yep. And I don't think it's either it, that's not for their age group or it just hasn't hit them yet. Yeah, either way. Because I remember... A month or two ago, we got a message from somebody that had discovered this slang. Mm-hmm. And it was like, what does this even mean? <laughs> and went on a deep dive for it, which yeah. I'm not going to do. But yeah, Who cares? So. Even if we use it wrong, it's super funny and it gets gets her goat. So we're gets all in. Goat. You like that? That feels like kind of old. That's, I was about to say, that's like an old saying. What does that really mean? It gets her goat. <laughs> I don't know. We can look that one up, too. All right. It's her goat. (laughs) So so you don't know. You're just using it. It bothers her, but I don't know why. Like, there has to be a story behind that. Get your goat means it bothers somebody? Uh Okay. We're going to have to look into that. Yeah. We need to add that to our list of one, because we, we, I said we need to do one about slang that, not slang, but phrases that people use that... Mm Uh, either they use incorrectly or they really have no idea what they mean. <laughs> now, other people could look these up and do their own research, but we're willing to do it for you. <laughs> Isn't now, that nice of We us? do need to get some of those done. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a good week. Yeah. It was a good week. We it was. also had some other great things happen. Uh, the new to you or new to us, your car. Yeah. Is officially ours. Officially, All the titles like have been exchanged. Done. So that Played was on it and everything. That was uh, great <laughs> to have that done. I wish yeah. the timing had been just a little yeah. bit different, but yeah, we can uh, talk about that here in a second if yeah. you want to. I also got to spend. We got to spend several hours uh, with a couple of our friends. Anybody keeping tally on the people that's driving up the street? Check uh, on their phone. That's number four, and that one was holding it down, <laughs> yeah, below the the seat bottom. Yeah thinking that people wouldn't notice. Well, I'm waiting for you don't know that's why she was doing it. I think she was trying to hide it. I'm waiting for her to hit one of these cars. Somebody come through and hit one of these cars <sighs> parked on the street. But anyway, we did get to spend uh, several concentrated hours with uh, some dear friends of ours. Uh, you're looking blankly, but we, we, went, we ran at a football game. Oh, and yes. We sat yes. right behind wow. it on purpose, and there yeah. weren't many people around, so we could chat no, up. No, we had a great time. And then uh, that had me got me thinking later about something else that we did this past week. We got a latest thoughts on out. We did. We talked about coach up or coach out, and we gave some of the introductory explanation for that material. Mm -hmm. With that, we will have at least one, maybe two Mm -hmm. follow-ups with actually some ideas about how to implement that. Yeah. But after spending that time talking with with our friends about a variety of different things, I came to this conclusion that, and you hit on this idea a little bit in that first thoughts on with this, that coach up or coach out is not something you should try to do if you do not care about 
or, mm. and value your team. Sure. And I want to take it a step further. Okay. If by some chance, and this is probably not happening, but if you're listening to this podcast mm-hmm. and you think, oh, I need to check out this coach up or coach out and see what they're doing. If you do not already care about and value your team, do me a favor and don't listen. <laughs> I love to see the numbers go up when people listen. Yeah. But if you don't care and value your team, I don't want your number. It, it'd be and a waste of time. It's a waste of time. You need to uh, call me and Christy and hire us for our other coaching services. <laughs> there are other places you need to start before yeah. you even get to that. Yeah. yeah. But that just, for some reason, that there were some other things in that conversation that made me think. If you don't care or value, yeah. it's not going to work. And I don't even want you listening. Yeah. Don't waste your time. Don't wait. Don't give me a false number. Yeah. We actually have had some experience with that uh, as well, where, where you have a, a superior that you just know. Um, and everybody's had this experience probably with someone in their life, even if it's not professional, where suddenly someone starts acting like they care. And maybe you're a better person than me, but I automatically go on the defensive, like, what's up? It's very sus. It. it <laughs> It's very suspicious yes. when that happens. Yes, that's another one that I, I she doesn't get quite as squirmy, squirmy when you do that no. one. But uh, anyway, but I when you have somebody that makes that sudden shift that is your superior and you're immediately you go into suspicious mode, it's not going to work then either. Well, and even, I think even if it's not a superior, if it's like an equal teammate mm. type situation yeah. or even sometimes somebody below you with that, you're yeah. like, is this legit yeah. or what? <laughs> I will commend you, though. I expected a different reaction from you, maybe not verbally, since you know we're recording, but I expected a physical reaction when I said, if you don't don't already care and value your team, don't bother listening to it. Oh, what did you expect? I, that you think that was a little harsh for me just to say. I mean, I know that you believe it. Yeah. But I... For some reason, it just got all over me, and it, sh- it shouldn't because that the thought's own really is about helping people. Yeah, yeah. But if you don't value and care already, yeah. we've got other work to do. Yeah. And it's, I can point you in the direction of some other things. Yeah, that statement's probably pretty direct, but it's not wrong. So uh, I take no issue with that because we're not trying to sugarcoat it in, in what we're doing, the thoughts on. So no, I don't suppose I have an issue with it. It's not like you're being a jerk about it. You're just saying we got other things to deal with first. That's right. And, <laughs> and the most important thing out of what you just said was I was right. Oh, I caught that. You did too here, folks, right here on the Front Porch Sessions podcast. (laughs) So word on the street is that you have a question for us. I do. You do. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls around the world, it is time for Christy's question. All right. This one will make great fodder for the uh, Instagram account. So that's the Front Porch Sessions podcast in case you're curious. Okay. So now you have... Uh, just started asking questions, Christy's no. questions for things that will be great on Instagram? No. I picked the question and I thought, oh, no, this will be great. Okay. So yeah. the question leads to Instagram. Instagram doesn't lead back to the question. Mm, no. Okay. All right. So the question is. question is. Does it bother you that it. I repeat you? Yes. Okay. I've got my answer, folks. <laughs> so that was the question. Thank you very much. Thanks no. for coming. No. What is your favorite simple pleasure? What is my favorite simple pleasure? Mm-hmm. Eating. <laughs> really? I don't. I don't really know. What is a simple pleasure? I may need you to define that. Well, I can answer if you want me to. Okay. Maybe. Maybe a walk. Okay. 
I'm going to go with that. It's your favorite simple pleasure. Uh, and yet we so rarely do that. Yeah, but, you know, over the summer, I would go for a lot of walks in the morning by myself. Mm-hmm. And that was a nice, simple pleasure. You should do that more often then. I should. I, I mean, it was great because it's just you and nobody. Yeah. Or, or the thoughts in your head or the mm-hmm. voices in, in your head. And there were literally <laughs> a lot of voices in my head because I would listen to music or podcasts. Oh, I see. So, I see. Uh, I would... I don't know. Let me think about it a second. Okay. Do you, you already have an answer, apparently. I do. I have two. Okay. Uh, the first one is... What was the question again? What is your favorite simple pleasure? Okay, so favorite, you can only have one, right? Oh, gosh. Here we go. I'm... Okay, just go ahead. You Give me your two. <laughs> My probably ultimate favorite simple pleasure is sleeping in. Okay. I really do love that. I love sleeping in. And when I say sleep in, I'm talking about maybe till 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning. I'm not talking about what I used to do as a teenager. Like, I don't, I can't sleep in like that anymore. Or even a newlywed. Yes. When we were first newly married, I, I could sleep in till like noon. Uh, and you would get up early and study for law school stuff. And then we'd get up and, or I'd get up and start my day with you then. Mm-hmm. Okay, so sleeping in. I did in. that for you. You didn't oh, know? Oh, you did it for me. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> so I appreciate that's, that. that's probably my ultimate favorite, but I, I think a, a close second, and it's just a different one altogether, is I love a, a baby's laugh. I mean, it doesn't matter why, like if they're being tickled or if they are just really enjoying something, I could sit and watch reels or just videos of kids laughing at paper being ripped or a fan or blowing bubbles or something. I love a child's giggle or laugh. I just love it. I love it. All right. Did that help you? No, it did not. Okay. It did not. I'm a little disappointed. Simple pleasure. Well, I think if you want to go that, and this isn't something that I regularly experience okay. <laughs> and want for a long time. Okay. If you want to go kind of along the lines, you know, if we're just going straight simple pleasure is when you're holding a little baby mm-hmm. and they fall asleep. Oh, yes. When our kids were young, our friends had kids when they were little, mm-hmm. uh, nieces, nephews, mm-hmm. that's. I think that may be the thing. If we were talking about that room, I thought it was like something you do almost every day. Why? <laughs> That's just how I interpreted the okay. question. But I didn't say that, Mr. I let know. me get the, the question exactly right. How it, how it was. So I guess favorite implies that it's one above all the rest. Okay. That you like. Yeah. And doesn't mean that it's regular. It's just how I interpreted the question. Okay. So. All right. Yeah, maybe I'll go with holding a, a baby and it just falls asleep. And, and there are some people that are up. listening and they just dropped their phone. Like, what? what? I am the baby whisperer. You are, actually. I, they, you can get babies to sleep. I can. I've got the magic touch. Yeah. Until you don't. Until I don't, <laughs> yes. But most, from, I'm going to say I can put 98.2% of babies to sleep. 98.2%. Yes. Is that an exact number? It's pretty close. It's pretty close. Okay. Well, thanks for answering Christy's question. Well, you're very welcome. You can see where that would be a good one for Instagram, don't you think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. If we're talking about something I do more regularly, maybe it's just the solitary walks or just some a few minutes of being. Mm. I like the walks or just, you know, 
the relax. I don't know. I'm going to stop because I'm just rambling. Well, I, I would like you to give it some thought because it seems like something that you probably could come up with something eventually, maybe not anytime soon, but like you'll, you'll hit on something and go, oh, that, that, that's right. a so, good simple Something pleasure. more regular yeah. or something. I yeah. Know. I can come up with that. Yeah. Okay. I'll give it some thought. Yeah. Well, what do you want to talk about now? <laughs> Is I, that really what you're asking? I've sat down and I have, I wrote down nothing today. I see that. I mean, I've written down stuff since we started, but it's not even accurate. <laughs> it's just some. And it's not helpful. It's just some numbers that I need on the back end, which I'm still going to have to go back and figure out because they're not, <laughs> they're rough estimates because I wasn't paying attention and I can't see the clock, the, the counter from here. Oh, okay. The dark glasses also make it a problem. Well, I've tried to look too, and it's, I maybe don't know exactly where to look, so that makes it a little more difficult uh, for me, so... So, yeah. do you have something? I I did not know I was going to put on the spot. Well, <laughs> all right, folks, until next time. I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, we got some things we can talk about. We probably will save some. of. We won't necessarily save all of this. We may save some of the stories or some of the details because we've talked about doing some thoughts on about our recent car purchase. Yeah. Why don't we just talk a little bit about that experience right now? Okay. So we, we bought a new to us car. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, seriously, we had had some issues. We had started to have some intermittent recurring issues with your previous car. Mm -hmm. uh, some of this happened when we were in Alabama on vacation mm -hmm. and had it in the shop at the dealer for a number of days. Mm -hmm. And we had already been talking about maybe getting rid of it, mm -hmm. which was a shame because when we bought it, we had it checked out. Mm -hmm. Mechanics like... It's good to go. I would drive this thing, yada, yada, yada. And then time happens. It has some issues that are apparently are known issues, but nobody at the dealership knows actually how to fix them. Yeah. So that's very problematic. So we'd already been talking about maybe we need to trade it in. Yeah. Uh, my dad, when we were down there, recommend that <laughs> we may want to go ahead and trade it in before things really get bad yeah. with it or if it keeps doing it so we can get... A decent trade-in for it. Yeah. Uh, so we thought we started kind of talking about it, and then you were ready to go look. And there were some things like, well, scheduling-wise, it doesn't work because we had looked. I'd driven by the couple of lots in town. Nothing there right. was going to work. They hardly had anything. So we knew we were going to have to go out of town. And uh, just some scheduling things. We had to put it off a little bit. I did tell you I my goal is to have you a – new car before school starts. Right. Which happened. Yes. I would like to I'd like to get points for that. So in your notebook <laughs> of things that you keep that I do write, write that down. That notebook's in the house. It's uh I'll, I'll do you that. You have for to you dig later. it out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll I'll do that for you later. Let me stop before you Please. say this over and over again. Uh, <laughs> no, because I know it's important to both of us that we not try to pretend to be something that we are not Every time he says new car, because I know I'm going to do it too, it means new to us. It is, we are not those people. Uh, we are not buying new cars. So I know that you feel inclined every time to say new to us, but we're just, when we say new, that means new to us. It is not new. Um, so we, now we've cleared the air. You can just say new car and it's all good. But yes, we started that process. We didn't really have a good sense of exactly what we wanted, except for to say when we were in Alabama, uh, we ended up having to borrow your mom's vehicle and we 
you ended up falling in love with that car. I loved it. You really and did. That's what we. I would have uh, pushed you toward mm-hmm. if we could have afforded it. Right. It was a little bit outside of our price range. Yeah. The types that were maybe in our price range were either older than I than we wanted to mm-hmm. get or too high of mileage. Yeah. So what we ended up getting w- was just like the smaller version of what she has. Yeah. And it doesn't have a third row. Yes. Uh, a few of those things. Yeah. And I'll say our number one priority, which was a little bit uh, surprising, I think, to the couple of guys we talked to at the dealerships, was we needed the back back seat room. Because one of the reasons that uh, we really enjoyed my previous car and the kids really, really enjoyed it was that there was plenty of leg room and the boy child is it's very long. <laughs> yes. And no, sli- no signs of getting any. No. Any no. less long. No, I that. would very much so like to see him uh, plateau or valley or whatever you want to call it. And and there are no signs of that. We have not hit a spot in his growth pattern that tells me he's going to like maybe take a break for a little bit and then we'll pick back up growing. So we knew we had to find something that was going to work for him uh, long term. I, I don't know that right. the girl's going to be in the same position, but we definitely wanted to be mindful of him. And so really that was our priority was finding something that would fit him. Right, because the SUV that I drive doesn't have a huge back seat. Yeah. And I mean, it is what it is, yeah. I guess. Uh, and if you get back to that third row, which a lot of times when you drove it, you just left the third row down. Mm-hmm. I like to leave it up mm-hmm. because I can put stuff in the back and then not slide. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you get in that third row, there's like no No, room. your knees are in your chest yeah, automatically. So there's, there's not a lot of leg room. We could do it if we needed to take a yeah. long trip. We've, we've done some of that, but not with this size. So, yeah, we needed to make sure we, or that was a priority for us, that it needed to have a big enough back seat. Uh, for him to sit in comfortably, for one of us to sit in comfortably if we needed to, and a little bit of room to put stuff yeah. if we try, and if we yeah. need to uh, pare down what we take when we go on trips, we can do that, well, but we, we want to be comfortable. No, we, we can now. do it. We won't do it, but we can do it. <laughs> we have it in the fast. So we made the decision that we were going to go look. Yes. We had done some looking on the internet yeah. at a couple of different places, and we were just going to go look at vehicles. Go sit in Primarily them. to sit in them mm-hmm. to see what was the back seat like. Did we think this was going to be enough room? And if it kind of was along that lines, we might drive it for just sure. a little bit to, to see what we think about that. So we go over to a particular car lot. It's a dealership, not an mm-hmm. independent lot. And... Uh, Ends up where it's a place that we've wild a couple of vehicles before. We'll come back to some of those stories. Uh, but gentleman comes out and we tell him what we're looking at. Cause I, I didn't really want to be bothered. I understand how this works, <laughs> yeah. but we just kind of wanted to walk the lot first to see kind of what was out there, peer in some windows. Uh, but we talked a little bit about what we were looking for maybe the price range mm-hmm. that we were looking at at spending and there was something and he's like, would well, you want to look at this? Mm-hmm. You just, I can go get the keys. You can sit in. And we told him straight up that we're just trying to get some ideas. Yeah, we're not buying today. We, we're not buying today. We need to know. The big thing is our son is like 5'9", five, 5'10", five, right now. The doctor said last week he's probably going to be about 6'4". We're, we need to make sure he's got room in the backseat. Yeah. He's like, great, let's do it. 
So we sit in the back of this. Oh, this one's there's plenty yep. of room in here, yeah. and uh, we adjust the seat back. Even if I was driving, like, and I got back in yep. there, and it's like there's plenty of room. Yeah, this would be great. Hey, can we take this? You know, for a spin around the block. He's like, yeah, can you take it more than around the block? <laughs> and it's a brand we're familiar with. Yeah, we've had those before, but we really we just wanted around the block would have just probably been good a at sense this point. Of it, yeah, and. Uh, so much shell. So he takes the license and he starts to go in to do the copies and whatever else. And he's like, ah, here, look. And he just took a picture of my license <laughs> and gave us the keys. Yeah. And didn't do anything else. Uh, so we went around a big block. We were gone about 10 minutes. I yeah. drove for a little bit. You drove for a little bit. All right. This thing drives nice. Yeah. We will put it in the possible column. Yeah, it's in the running. It is in the running. We uh, get back, we talk a little bit about it, we thank him for his time, mm -hmm. and we move on. Mm -hmm. And we go up the road Yep. to a different dealership. Yes. And did not have the same wonderful experience. No, we did not. It was a much larger dealership, um, a lot more, as far as like the quantity. They had more quantity. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it was massive, the amount of, of cars they had. And so we started walking around, and of course, if you have ever shopped for a car, you know what I'm what I'm about to say. As soon as they lay eyes on you, it is almost like they they're in a race to who can get to you first. And you know, to some degree, I, I I'm with you. I get it. We've both been in sales. We both know how that works. But having come from the other dealership where we didn't feel like we were on the meat market, it's automatically off-putting to be accosted with right. the, what can I do? How can I sh help you? What can I show you? And kind of the, the zillion questions. And at first, I was not put out by it. I know what he's doing. He's got. I was by the way that he came up. Okay. It's like there's fresh meat you're it's kind of like you're a surfer in the water and you you're not and, supposed to use this illustration okay so then the shark sees the arm stop and it. boom stop it that there was something in his approach that sure. i thought this isn't going to be as good this is also part of the reason like unless i absolutely need to get inside a vehicle yeah and i just want to get some ideas i go when they're closed yes because i i don't like that feeling of them breathing down my neck. Yeah, because really, again, all we wanted to do was look in some vehicles because we had another one that we were just trying to get a comparison of to get an right. idea, hey, is this other vehicle, make and model, a good fit for our list? And we had some we have some friends that had that. And you yes. and the kids have both been in it. Yes. Uh, and at least you're in the front seat. I don't remember if they have, but they sat in the back and mm -hmm. all of you guys said, yeah, there's, there's enough room there. And yeah. I didn't get in it. And you've written in some of them before, but still, we're trying to get an idea of to make our, these are the things we want to look for. Yes. And again, and we said, we are not buying today. We were straight up with it. This is what we're looking at. We even told them the year, the far furthest back year we were willing to yep. go that we wanted to look at. This is our price range. Yep. And that's what we want to look at. And there was the sticking point. And this individual proceeded to show us our gear, uh, Steer us, steer us. That's the word. Go. Steer that us to vehicles that were not those years, that some of them were below that, some of them were above that. Everything that tried to show us and to talk about was uh, at least $10,000 more than what we said we were willing to spend or what we were looking at. We never said what we were willing to spend. Yeah. And uh, the thing that made it, that made this particular situation worse 
is I had looked at this place's website the night before. Yeah. So I knew what they had on their lot. Yes. Granted, somebody may have come and picked something up, things, but if they had not updated their website and it was that bad off, somebody needs to be fired. Yeah. Because they had at least 10 that were within the price range we were looking yeah. at in the year range. And the mileage was up and down depending on different things. Yeah. But they had this individual, not, and then kept trying to get us to look at other things yeah. that we weren't interested yeah. in that had much higher prices yes. on them. Even like, we should talk about new, and I'm like, what part of this conversation we're made not, you think we were willing to, able to talk about new? <laughs> we're not, and at one point you had uh, walked off looking at a couple of things. <laughs> Sorry. And yeah, this guy's standing next to me, and he says, all right, when are you gonna get serious about this? <laughs> and you were like, done. And I looked at him and said, like I told you, we're getting an idea. We will buy a car within the next month for sure. And you were not going to give him anything better than that. I wasn't giving anything. You know what? Because it's none of his business what I'm going to do. I could have had a check already made out to you. And if he had said that and treated us that way, I would have left. Yeah. I would have left and took the check back to the bank and said, here, we don't need this right yeah. now. We'll come back if we find somebody that's not so rude. Yeah. And at one point, too, I mean, the guy's just mean. And at one point, he asked us, um, well, is there time that he can come over here? Talking about our son, oh, yes. Cooper. Yes. And we both said, no, we don't need him. No. And we had already said that he was a middle schooler or something yeah. of that. This guy he should have already noticed it. I said, he doesn't get a choice, and he's, he's not going to drive it. No. We're so just I think this guy thought we were trying to buy a car for our kid or something i don't know but i'm taller than our son yeah by the time he surpasses me we'll have gotten something different or he'll have to suck it up yeah (laughs) so you know those two things didn't and the fact that the guy didn't listen to anything we had to say yeah kept trying to push us on and telling us about well this is what i look for yeah you're looking for that because you're going to want us to buy that so you'll get a bigger commission yeah it's not going to work jack here's the other thing don't lie to me about vehicles I know enough about vehicles to be dangerous. <laughs> I come from, uh, well, my, my dad was a mechanic. My dad mm-hmm. was in the car business for mm-hmm. most of his life and mm-hmm. still very knowledgeable. His friends, we have other family members. Your uncle. Uh, my uncle, my yeah. cousin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my uncle. Yeah. My uncle Keith come was on. in it for a long time. Yeah, I forgot about that. I wouldn't think about that. <laughs> so there are people, I've been tangibly related to this area and knowing that some of our good friends, mechanics yeah. and, and stuff. So we have a little bit. And there's also this thing called the internet <laughs> so that you can look up stuff. So we knew a lot of what we were looking at. This guy was just lying to us about vehicles. At one point, he was trying to explain what the letters on the back of a, a particular <laughs> brand meant. And you asked him about something. He said, no, they don't use that one. That yeah. doesn't mean that. And which is interesting because that's the make of vehicle that I drive. Yeah. And I knew that's what it said on the back of mine. Yeah. And when we walked back to the car and I was walking around to open your door for you, I tapped on it and said, oh, that's not one of them, huh? <laughs> um, but I think this guy kind of uh, realized that we weren't a good fit for him because yeah. he wanted to show us something. We weren't really interested, but we're playing the game. 
And it's somewhere around this time, too, that I walked behind you and said, as soon as we can get out of here, we're getting out yeah. of here. I will never buy a we car from this We were not even test drive. We were not no. going to get to that point. And that was the big thing because we already knew that the back seat would probably work. We yeah. just wanted to test drive something. Yeah. And they were not offering and to open cars. That was an no, interesting thing, he too. He was not willing to show us anything. It was like pulling teeth. And it, then it he wanted to show weird. us something that the price was really high yeah. for what it was. It was way overpriced. Um, there's also, oh, at some point he wanted to tell me, he was trying to, uh, I guess show that he was big and bad or that they were much, so much better of a lot. You were again, looking at something else. And he said, uh, I don't know what my question was, but he's like, man, we sell 400, 400 cars a month. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, good. <laughs> that's about all I gave him because in my mind, I'm thinking, I don't care how many cars you sell yeah. a month. Those 400 cars that you allegedly sell, oh, because he was telling me that they're building another lot Oh yeah, up the road because they sell so many cars yeah. a month, 400 cars a month. Wow. And I don't know if they, he means the whole lot or just him. He wasn't very clear on that. Surely not. I, it wasn't him, but <laughs> particularly with that attitude. But my thought was, <laughs> I don't care how many other cars you sell a month. I'm only interested in the one car that you may sell me. Yeah. That's your first mistake. And this is one of the things along the way that we'll talk about at some point on a thoughts on. One, you have to listen to the customer. Yeah. What are their actual needs? We could have saved a lot of time. Yeah. And two, you need that one customer is your only customer. Yeah. But so at some point, uh, he's wanting to show something and we're just being nice. And and that's really all it is. We, we are trying to be nice and we're going to check something out and then we're going to Get the yeah. heck out of Dodge. We were looking for a window. And uh, he's like, okay, i got to go get the keys. So he gets on his golf cart, and he drives, and then he comes back like 10 minutes late. We should have just left there. I know. But where we, we parked a, we was right up there, and I thought, oh, this yeah. isn't going to bode well. But yeah. he comes back with somebody else and says, hey, this is whoever, and he's going to show it to you. So yeah. we got dumped by the own guy that <laughs> chased us down once he realized that. He wasn't cutting it for us, yeah. but his attitude and the the way he spoke to us and what he did for us already had sealed the deal. We weren't buying it. This other guy was perfectly yeah. nice, yeah. but no, I, I don't want to okay buy him. Yeah, and what you were trying to show us didn't make sense. Yeah. I also think that this guy maybe didn't know about the make of car that we were looking maybe. at. Maybe, and that's yeah. why he kept wanting to push us about other things, or he would bad. He was bad math, bad mouthing. There you go. Other vehicles that they had on the lot, and about yeah. why we shouldn't buy them. Yeah, and I don't know. Were those in our price range? <laughs> Is that what it was? So at one point too, he said he asked me. He's like, "Where did you see this? That <laughs> oh, they, yeah. we had these vehicles that were, you know, this year, this mileage, this price. Yeah. So we don't have any. Uh, and I said they were on your website last night. Yeah, he didn't say anything. And um, this is totally different, and we'll come back to just put a pin in that. Don't forget, because it I makes won't, Heather I won't, crazy. <laughs> I won't. No, that's a different saying. But, oh. yeah, we'll come back to that. Put a pin in that because it'll relate to something in a second. So we thank this new guy for his time. Say, so we're just trying to get an idea for some stuff. Yeah. We got some other places to look at. This uh, back seat will be sufficient. So, you know, we're going to look at some other things, and if this gets in the running, we may be back. We probably didn't say that, but we, we were nice. So we left, and as we're leaving, we see about 15 vehicles that are the make <laughs> and model yep. of what we asked yep. for that they did actually yep. have. He took us to the I recognized cars. some of them Yep, uh, from looking at it. And at this point, we're done with this place. Yeah. We will never go back there. No. So much so that we have some friends that have purchased cars from there. 
and I sent them messages. Yeah. Asking who did you deal with yeah. and how did you do it? Yeah. And they dealt, they couldn't remember exactly who. I think it was somebody different, but they said they had to steer them and like, no, this is yeah, this is what I'm looking for, and this is what I'm going to. No, I'm not going to spend that. This is yeah. it. Yeah. So again, they don't listen. So we immediately went back to the first dealership. Yeah. Can I pause you real quick? You sure can. Because you missed kind of a weird little thing. He seemed really surprised that the priority was the back seat, which granted, I, I guess that there are probably other priorities oh, yeah. that people put on the top of the list. And and he said, there's got to be something else. I think he was trying to figure out what bells and whistles we really wanted. And I said, you know, if I can get a backup camera, I'll be happy. And he seemed completely shocked, which I think newer cars now, that is, that's probably standard, but Maybe. it wasn't in, it wasn't in the car I was driving. And so for me, yeah, that would which have been a step up. Which was a pretty up. fancy car. I know, for such not a having weird thing Everybody that's have. looked at it is shocked that it doesn't have one. <laughs> Us too. With that. Yeah. So yeah. he did ask that. He thought that was crazy. And we're like, we don't care. We didn't I need said, all the extras. You, know, you said backup camera. I said it needs to have... Uh, Heat and air conditioning. Yeah, yeah. And, and he, didn't he even looked think that at was me like I was stupid. Yeah, he did not think that was as funny. And as I said, like, we don't. We're not those type of people. No. If it has all that other stuff, sure, great. Yeah, but we don't care. Yeah. that's not what we're looking for. We're looking for a reliable vehicle yes. that's going to get good gas mileage, yeah. that is in good condition, that, that fits our price forever. range, yeah. that we can have. Because we tend to hang on to cars for yes. a long time. Yes, yes. This is a fluke. Yes. That we got rid Very of Very disappointing it. fluke. <laughs> yes. Every vehicle that we haven't hang, hung on to for a long time, there has been a legitimate reason. There's been a reason. reason. Yeah. 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 I just thought that was so super funny. That I forgot he did, all about yeah, that. Yeah. He really just could not believe that we were not, I don't, I, surely we are not the only people that are not bells and whistles people. Like, I, surely there are other people. We have some people, friends that are yeah, that way. That just don't really care about all that. I mean, granted, seriously, if you're going to throw that in, Fine. But that's that was not a priority. As that's, long as we could fit the boy child in there, that's the priority. That was the and priority. That, that it fits the rest of us. Yeah, for being able to drive. Yeah, and it if we could well. have a little bit of room in the back. That's. I mean, really, it's, if we were to make a list, I bet most of what they were trying to offer wouldn't even be on the list, much less be right. a priority or something that I really, really wanted. So, yeah, I, it was just sort of this comical thing, like. That was pretty much the top priority. <laughs> yeah, I think he maybe can't deal with people that don't care about those materialistic things in a vehicle. That's okay. And that's truly, we we don't care. There is a handful of things that we need. There's some things that would yeah. be nice, but if it didn't have yeah. them, who cares? Yeah, which by the way, we ended up with something with tons of bells and whistles. Which has got way more than we yeah. anticipated. And we even told that guy, we don't really care. No, no. If it's got yeah. it, great. So I did forget too that we did stop at another lot before we went to this one. So lot one, actually, <laughs> Great they have two dealerships. Mm -hmm. The same family owns oh, them, yes, but they're yes, different yes. Uh, brands or different makes. But they're and they're at two different locations. Mm -hmm. They used to be in the same place. They've separated them out, and it's close. So we drove through that, and we did. We saw one of what we went to look at at the other place, so, and yes, but it had somebody's stuff in it. So I thought, <laughs> oh, maybe they've already sold it. Yeah, it yeah. ends up one of the. Uh, one of the salespeople were driving it. Yeah, that's a weird little we, phenomenon <laughs> that apparently is very common. And it, <laughs> I don't know what to make of yeah, that. Yeah, I don't, you know, the independent ones, the smaller ones, I get that a little bit more than the big dealerships. I guess. But maybe it's just a perk. I, it's yeah. a perk of working Oh, I there. could see that, yeah. So, okay. and we didn't know really what was lot and what was yeah. employee parking. So we didn't yeah. drive around much. So we immediately, after leaving lot two, th 
Light three, really. Oh, light three? But light oh, two where I we talk to somebody. Yes. Bad experience light. We yes. go back to light one. We go right in to the guy's desk, and he's like, oh, hey. And I'm like, <laughs> hey, do you have one of these? It's like, I think so. Uh, but it may be at the other light. Wait a minute. One of so, these meaning the other type of car. That we went to the other yes. dealership looking at. Yes. So he says, I think we do. They're probably at the other light. Let me check. So he pulls out his daily sales list of what they have like on the paper. lot on it was paper crazy. which I love and <laughs> I that becomes too. important. So one of the things when I said put a pin in it, the guy at the other lot had no idea what they had on their lot. Yeah. And he's just gonna well we'll just drive up and down or walk yeah. up and down and look. Yeah. The lot we ended up buying from, he actually printed out the daily email yeah. that had what the prices because car prices fluctuate daily. Oftentimes. Which is crazy to me, by the way. Well, it is. <laughs> but that's how, you know, a lot of things fluctuate daily. I guess. With that. So he has that out and he knows what it is and it shows which one is. is. He says, that's over at the other place. And you say, can you sell us something from that place? He's like, yeah, I can sell either place. And what well, can we go look at it? We hop in the car. He hops in his car. He drives over. We meet him over there and he's like, here's one. Let me go see if I can find the keys. And it wasn't for sale yet. Mm-hmm. They were still waiting on some things with that. So we're just standing back there looking at some things. And here he comes around driving another one. <laughs> and he's like, this is, and that's the one I thought somebody had maybe it just bought. Because yes. I didn't yes. notice that it had dealer plates on it. Yeah. Well, one of the salespeople had been driving it. And it had like kid stuff in it. Well, and it had a and lunchbox was, in the back Yeah, seat. that was a little bit problematic for me. <laughs> so he opened up one of them. I sat in the back seat immediately. This isn't going to work. <laughs> because that one had a sunroof. Yeah. And the headroom was much lower. The other one kind of would have worked, and I think it would have been fine if that's what we needed to go with. Yeah. Uh, It wasn't quite as wide, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, So here's the thing that impressed me about this dealership. At this point, we're talking about stuff and asked, you may have been the one that asked him, is there anything else kind of in this size? Yes. In this price range that we should be looking at? Yes. And he said... I don't really know. And he, he may have named some stuff, but mm-hmm. again, he pulls out his sheet or his sheets that mm-hmm. show what they have at that light. Yeah. And he's flipping through and he's reading off stuff. And some of it, I think he's just talking to himself. Yeah. Some some of it, he's actually talking to us, but he may read, oh, there's this uh, particular vehicle. And then he would read the price and he's like, oh, that's, and sometimes he didn't even read the price. He's just like, oh, that's too high. Oh, that's got too many miles. Wait a minute. This guy actually listened to what uh-huh. we needed, what we were it. looking for. And, you know, there were a couple of things in this range uh, that they may have not had on their lot. And mm-hmm. he said, this is, is like the equivalent of what you looked at. We thanked him for that and said, um, again, we're just kind of getting a feel for things. I said, we're, we're probably going to buy from you. If... Uh, if we find something somewhere else, I will call you first to see if you can get something similar, What if you have one of those that mm-hmm. we need to come look at. It's also sometime at this point, I kind of appreciated this, and I, I said something to him about it, that 13 years ago we had bought our first car from this lot. Mm-hmm. A year later we bought another car from that, and I mentioned the individual salesman that we bought it from, mm-hmm. a guy by the name of Dan. And he says, oh, Dan, so-and-so? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, he still works there. Well, I didn't realize that when they split the dealership into two different locations, 
Dan went with that location. Yeah. Not the other one. And they have two separate websites. <laughs> so I'm only looking at the one website thinking that they both have all the people listed and it's just the, all the same. Right. But it's not. So if I had known that my car guy, Dan, was still with the business, <laughs> I would have started there. Yeah. Because we had the same experiences with him years ago when we started. We had to buy some vehicles. Yeah. That uh, we bought a Suburban. I had uh, changed position, so I lost my my company car, mm-hmm. which was fine. Yeah. And we had a great experience with them. Yep. A year later, we're having kid number two. Mm-hmm. We need to get rid of your vehicle because we couldn't put two car seats <laughs> in the back. Our kids no. are 13 months and a few days apart. Yeah. So we had looked at uh, a particular place, wanted to go look at something. Uh, we talked to the salesperson at that place. He lies to us. He mistreats us. And I had already done all the research on what we wanted to look for. Yeah. Just tell me you don't know. Right. Don't lie to me about it. So we left that, and we left that. I said, we're going to see Dan. We went <laughs> over to see Dan. Mm-hmm. I said, we went in, and like, hey, we want to just look, see what you have on your lot. We'll come get you when we need, when we want to look at something. He's like, great. I'm assuming he told everybody to leave us alone because <laughs> we found something we wanted to look at. We go back inside. And somebody's like goes and runs to get him without us even saying, <laughs> you know, can you point us to Dan's desk? So we go out and we look at this. I ask him some questions about it. Here's what Dan said that made me love him as a salesperson. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I I know I know about the the main brand they sell. This mm-hmm. was a used car that they had gotten in on trade. He said, I don't really know much about these, but I can go find out. Yeah. We left that day with that vehicle. Yep. And no hassle, no fuss, and because he was straight up honest, and there was no pressure right. with it. And then we got home that night. The salesman from the other place, the first place we went to, mm-hmm. called us, and at, and I'm like, "No, we've already bought something." Well, what'd you get? And I told him. Then he proceeded to yell at me on the for the phone that well, we had one of those on our lot, and it was kept yelling. And I just hung up on him. You want me to tell you why I didn't buy from you? Because you're a jerk. He also was the one that was so stunned. We were putting our, what, he would probably, Coop would have been just a few months old at that point, that we were actually, like, getting him ready for bed at 7.30 or something like that at night. Mm-hmm. He thought that was so crazy, and you're like, he's a baby. Yeah. Yes, we're putting him to bed. Why are you calling me this late? You, <laughs> we had our son with us on the test yes, drive. Yes, You know. So then we come back, we went to, we wanted to think about things, talk about things. And at this point, we'd probably talked ourselves into buying something mm-hmm. or at least narrowing it down to that particular search. We met with the local bank. Yep. Uh, one that we've never done business with before. Uh, but you have gotten to know some of the people that uh, deal with that bank. So I yep. thought, let's, let's try them. It was a great experience. Wonderful. We went in and we met with the loan officer. Here's another thing. He listened. Yeah. It's like, hey, this is what we're thinking about, and it's probably going to be this year or this year. And he did some numbers. He checked out some stuff and said, okay. And he gave us a broad range kind of, okay, if you get this much, because I probably told him the max we would look at borrowing. Yeah. And he said, this is about what your payment will be. All right, so everything's good. We're, we're pre-approved for that. We just need amounts. He's like, when you get what you need, call me. And we'll get you just send me a picture or something and we'll get all the information. Great. Mm-hmm. Go back over to the dealership. End up texting the salesperson said, Hey, we're gonna come over and, and look at some of these things. Hopefully we'll find one. Get over there, we look at some things. Again, he listens and it's between an eighteen and a nineteen. Mm-hmm. And he's asking which one. I'm like, Well, it depends on the trade. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and and that will decide. So they've done their things looking at, at the trade, which was a little bit of a problem. It wasn't a huge problem <laughs> uh, because the check engine light had come on. Yep. And it had stayed on. Yep. And he'd come back at some point and asked, do you know why the check engine light is on? <laughs> nope. No, we don't. <laughs> and do you remember what he said? We don't either. <laughs> so that may have hurt us a little bit on our yes, trade. Yes. The thing that is frustrating about the check engine light on, <laughs> so we came back. We didn't We didn't come home with the vehicle that day. We came back. Then we took the kids to the pool that afternoon. Yep. And as soon as we pulled out of the driveway to take them to the pool, mm-hmm. the light went off. Yep. And stayed off. Yep. And for like a week. It didn't come back on. It didn't come back on as long as we owned it. (laughs) So I think that may have, we got a fair trade. We got a good trade value. I was, I was hoping for more. Sure. But it does have some issues. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) And they're going to need to, to address some of those. So we actually got pretty good. Yeah. uh, Trade value. rid of it. (laughs) Yes. So he came back and said, okay, this is what, what we do for trade in. And I'm like, okay. And then I'm thinking, well, we could get the newer one. Uh, and be fine with it. The other one payment is obviously going to be lower. Yep. It's going to, and the the newer one had a few less miles on it. Mm-hmm. And it didn't really have any more bells and whistles. No, there were a couple of things different with the interior, yeah. like in the back seat. Instead of having a cigarette lighter, it had USB plugs. Yes, and there was like two USB plugs in the front instead of one. Yeah, <laughs> not much difference. Yeah. So we're like, we'll take the eighteen. Yeah, because. The payment for us yeah. is going to work out better. Yeah. And, and I like saving money Yes, with that. And ends up, though, that nobody knew this until we picked, went and picked it up a couple of days later. We actually got the bigger engine. Mm-hmm. So we have an, another turbo, <laughs> but we have the bigger engine. So we have towing capacity if we need yeah. a tow with this thing, which we probably won't. So it's still probably a lot nicer than anything else. Oh, we nicer than anything I've ever owned. And I, I'm just so pleased with the vehicle. And I think I told you, I took it, I ended up having to go back uh, to take her title when it came, or no. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's because, what it's called. Okay. Let me explain that real quick. Okay. So we had, we knew we were going to pay off the car that we had. We didn't have a lot left. We had the money. We were trying to decide where to go. And I wasn't really expecting to find something we liked so quick. <laughs> but, so we didn't rush it, but we we paid it off, and we were waiting for that to get cleared before yeah. we picked up the other. And at one point, we had to call and say, that check hasn't cleared yet. <laughs> I've called. They don't know where the check is. Well, then they find it. Yes. And the guy's like, well, you can go ahead and pick it up. But just because of the time frame yeah. of once we take possession of it, 30 days, I'm like, can we wait? So we just went a couple of days later, Yeah. Uh, which wasn't a huge issue. Uh, so we, we paid it off, and we had to wait for our title to be released yes. so we could take it over to the dealer yes. for them to have it so they would release the title. Yes. That's the short version of the yes. story. So the very first day of us teaching class, um, I taught my class, got some things taken care of, and then I drove back over to the dealer with the title. And that was really my first opportunity to drive it any amount of distance, to do it by myself, to kind of get a feel of it myself. Right. And I offered when we picked it up I to know. let you drive home. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, this was, I was kind of excited about the opportunity to do that. I drove all the way over. I had about a 50 minute drive, give or take, and then back. And I think I was in the city at that point when I texted you and said, I'm loving it. 
the more and more I drive it. It's not that I didn't like it. It's just the more I get, I'm behind the wheel, the more I am just really enjoying it. I find my body like fitting to the car. It's molding to your It's molding body. to me. I have a, a meeting that'll take me out of town in a few weeks. And I'm actually super excited about that because again, it'll be just me Laundry in the car. Out, yep. Get to test it out. Yeah. Well, the thing that made me really excited to think, yes, we bought this because you you referenced when we talked about trading in the car mm-hmm. that you were a little sad yeah. and you're like, bye, baby, <laughs> whatever, before I get back over there. Uh, we had talked the night before about when we were going to take the title. Yes. That's why I wish the timing was a little bit different because it came in like on a Monday. Yeah. Didn't want to leave on Tuesday in case a student needed something. Yes. Trying yes. to get registered for classes and stuff. And then looking at our class schedule, it would be a few more days before yeah. I could just run it over there. You know, doing it with the evenings right then would have been a little yeah. time crunch. And I could just take a long lunch. Yes, because you didn't have classes the right. rest of, of that day. Yeah. So we decided, yeah, why don't you go and take it? Because if they still need to do something, that means we'll get their, the title that mm-hmm. much quicker. It's done. And you're like... I love that thing more every day. Yep. I don't think you should love inanimate objects, but we do. I mean, <laughs> from I, time to time, yeah. I love some things that yeah, you know, yeah, that and are like that. But so when you said that, and the way you said it, I'm like, okay, this was a good. This choice. was a good choice. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we're real excited about yeah. it. You took the title over there. Yeah. You <laughs> went to the restroom, and the person comes back out. It's like, oh, I'm glad you haven't left. Here, <laughs> here's your title. Yeah. And then so the next day we get it all. situated so that was a a real good experience yes uh we probably will have some thoughts on at some point yeah uh, with some of those things just about listening to people and it's not just for sales but other things initially with the uh the guy that you sign all the paperwork with the first time we met with him I was oh, not yeah. impressed. No. And I, I was, you asked me even later. Yeah, like, you got he up. Got and, to go do or something. he got up and, and I was like, you don't like him, do you? And he'd go, nope. I said, no. <laughs> but I thought about it later. And I wonder if it's because he was just thrown into that yeah. and he didn't know. And at that point, we weren't asked if we were going to finance it, if we had, yeah. if we were going to pay for it, whatever. We had all that taken care of. So that could have thrown him off. There could have been a number of reasons. Sure. But when we went back. Yes. And he said, I was kind of shocked when I came in and this wasn't done, told him whatever. He was a totally different person yeah. when we yeah. had the appointment and it was a great experience. Yeah. And I told him, I said, we come, particularly with what I used to do, being a lawyer, but we both have, you've come from a sales background and some other things in there. You know, a lot of times we only get the bad. Yeah. I said, I want you guys to know. I want you to know. And you tell whoever you need to know. Matt, or the salesperson we worked with, mm-hmm. was fantastic. Yes. He, you know didn't push us he listened to what we needed and he's like he was very genuine and like thank you yeah i will make sure everybody knows that type of thing and as we're signing some of the paperwork i asked him why do you guys not charge like the document fees and the dealer's yeah. fees and all these other there stuff were no fees that every that other place does yeah there were not there was nothing extra <laughs> it was like cost trade-in <laughs> taxes right well like, the taxes aren't even on that because we pay them separate here. oh then there there was something else on so, there i don't it, remember what it was down payment down because we put in okay. more money on top yep. of it and uh, he said <laughs> because the owner doesn't believe in them that shocked me. He's uh-huh. like, yeah, and we, a couple other things. He's like, yeah, the owner doesn't believe in that, so we can't do it. And we're not allowed. And he listed like five different things that they are not allowed to do yep. that are pretty common at other places. And I told him, I said, we went up the street too. And I gave him a, a he knew where it was oh, by I'm the sure. description of it. Yeah. I didn't tell him what it was. And I said, you know, it was a horrible experience. And he's like, well, I know the owner. It's something. I'm like, 
Maybe it was that salesperson, but yeah. it was horrible. I will never go back there. Yeah. I, I have a car guy. We have a car guy. It's either Dan or Matt. Yep. That's what it was. And we we should have known better all along. Yeah. And uh, if you and live anywhere okay. near us, please reach out. If you're ever looking for a car, we will tell you exactly where to go. Yeah. And they may not be able to help you. They may not have, but they will try. And um, they're not going to, I don't think they're going to mislead you. No. And we've bought local before and we weren't yes. misled no. with that. And we got a good deal. Yeah. But, you know. We're in a small town. You're yeah. kind of stuck with what you you have <laughs> there in those. They situations. either have something or they don't. And but you know the fact that we've had two different salespeople from the same place. Yes. And I said I don't know what you you guys do to train them, yeah. but you're doing something right. Yep. Because they listened. They didn't pressure us. Masterclass um, right there. It is in the way that they just treat people, and it, it was just shocking to me when he said the owner doesn't believe in that. Yeah. And the owner doesn't allow us to do these things. Yep. That. You know, one of the things it, we, they are not allowed to sell for over sticker price. Yeah. So if that's the manuf or the suggested price, and somebody's willing to pay over, that he won't let them sell it yeah. for more than that. And most of it is, and they, they do it. We got a good deal. Oh yeah. We got a fair deal. We, yeah. It might have been good that I mean, there's not a lot of wiggle room in cars anymore. Yeah. And one of the things he said too is like, yeah, you go to some places, and you're asked for, oh, can I get a little bit more in my trade? And they give it to you pay attention to where else they're getting that money mm. with all these fees and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Great experience. I highly recommend or will highly recommend it yeah. if you, you do it. And yeah, we'll just leave it at that. How so. about we just boil it down to treat people kindly, treat people the way you want to be treated and it's going to come back in, in, in wonderful ways, hopefully. Absolutely. I think, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, and we could go back and look at some things. Some of their salesmen, now that I know, you have to look at both websites to look at the personnel. <laughs> uh -huh. And they don't share between the two. Now they could sell from either place and uh -huh. all that jazz. Uh, a number of the people at this particular dealership that work in sales have been in have been there for 20 or 25 years. Yeah. I got the impression the guy that did okay. our, our finance stuff, he... He gave me the impression like he'll retire from there because he had yes. worked at a couple of different dealerships and was using that as experience to say some places do this, but we do right. this. Kind of, he's worked his way yeah. up there yeah. and, and moved into the big city yeah. from other place. And, yeah, and that. Um, so it was a great, yeah, great experience. And people How are you a car guy. People, yeah, you need to have a car guy. Look, if my dad has a car guy, yeah. I'm okay with having a car guy. <laughs> Dealers get a bad rap. They do, and it's just like lawyers. You know, it may be 99% <laughs> of them give here. the rest of us a bad name, but yeah. they do. And people don't like going. But if you can find one, I think of another place that we bought the car I have now from mm -hmm. that we just ran into. Yeah. Because we went looking for something else. And it was an independent one. Yeah. It was an older gentleman. Yeah. It was a great experience. Tiny too. lot, maybe and a dozen cars there. Yeah. It was just happenstance yeah. that we ran across that. And again, it was a great experience. Too. Oh, yes. He was wonderful. So... We could talk about this. So I guess of interest, too, and I don't know how people could really communicate this in short. Have you had a good or bad car buying experience? Yeah. That And, you know, this is something you could probably just share with us. And if it's really funny, we may put it on the <laughs> podcast. But. <laughs> yeah. It was a great experience. I'm glad to have that settled. Like you said, you had promised me they would be taken care of before school started. And just by the nick of time, right, we got that all settled. And I'm just so grateful to be done and to yes. be so pleased with it. It really because, was a spectacular. Because of just some delays, uh, we picked it up on a Saturday and you and I went back to the office on Monday. <laughs> 
We probably would have got it either that Thursday or Friday, but our kids had started school, yes. which I'm glad we didn't go on the Thursday, which we had talked about because they ended up doing some things after school. Yeah. And then that Friday, it was just kind of... Well, Friday, re- Matt was off. And that was a big part yeah, of that, Yeah, that's too. part of it because we didn't know if he really needed to be there yeah. or what. And that also allowed us just to have one last day to kind of not do Say much. Say goodbye to the car. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> just but just, I think we watched a couple of movies yeah. and just yeah. some things while the kids were at school. Yeah. So. yeah. It's a good time. Yeah. I bet he so. knew I was serious when I said, and when are your off days? Like to make sure he knew. It, that never crossed my mind. Well, I knew that they were open Monday through Saturday, and I knew that probably meant that he had certain days off. And so, yeah, I, again, it's retail technically. And so my thought was, uh, what's your day off? Because my guess was he had one, and sure enough, he did. He has Fridays off. That's right. So then we knew, and we knew how to plan around it. And even if he didn't have to be there for us, I like the idea of start to finish having the opportunity to work with one person that we trust and him know he's been able to give us his quality of customer service, which obviously was what attracted to us to him in the first place. Right. And I get the feeling, though, from most other people that we saw that work in sales there. It's the same. Yeah. With what, um, you know, I don't know that there's anybody there. I'm sure there's somebody, but nobody that I saw <laughs> that I'm like, I'm not doing business with that person. Yeah. yeah. When we went back, he talked us through some things because it ends up being a certified car. So he goes through all that stuff with us and he goes and he shows us things that we would have no yeah. idea what to do kind of about the car Thank before goodness. we drive off with it, which was good because there were a couple of things yeah. that, oh, okay. Yeah. And, and he said, now, I think I've seen both of you have Apple uh, phones. I'm going to go p- uh, pair that up for you real quick. Like he just full service. It was awesome. Yeah. I really appreciated it. Up. So, yep. Good times. Yeah. Good times. Well, uh, let's leave that wonderful story behind <laughs> and move into something a little bit more dreadful. Oh, no. As we start wrapping up this particular episode of the Front Porch Sessions podcast. And you can find us on Instagram at the Front Porch Sessions podcast. So what's new with you? Oh, the dreaded question for you, Christy. Well, we have started back to school and we started teaching again. And there's two kind of. I've never stopped teaching. Okay. Um, there's two big things that happened with starting back first off straight up ignored me okay no i i gave you a a pity snicker how about that i I know okay Okay. so what's new with you chris so uh the there's i teach two sections of a freshman level history class that typically are quite large like we usually max out the seats in the room one of the classes for the first time ever is less than 20 And that has just never happened for me. And I am, for those of you that are teachers that are listeners, you get the excitement. It's so crazy. It really gives me an opportunity to potentially form some sort of relationship. It'll probably be a totally different style class or feel of class. So I'm excited about that. But then the afternoon version of that class, so it's two sections, one's at 8.30 and one's at 1.45. My 1.45 version of that class, on the other hand, is maxed out. Every single chair in that classroom is filled. They had to move me to a larger classroom because for some reason they kept adding people to it. It. And it's in a building that I, I rarely, if ever, teach in, and it does not seem to have air conditioning. Uh, I think I told you that I could hear the air, but I could not feel the air, and that was quite miserable, even for the non-South area that we live in. Um, but it, it really ended up being a great week. But it was kind of fun to have 
a much smaller version of a class that typically I'm just trying to get through the material in a way that will hopefully maybe grab somebody's attention. And now I'm thinking, hey, I've, I've got a better opportunity with such a small number of students in there. What's new with you? Well, thanks for asking, hon. <laughs> so uh, what's new with me? Actually, I have two things I would like to share. Okay. One is this past week I tried a new recipe, a new dish I've never had before. I've been reading about it for a couple of years, see pictures here and there. And I decided that we were just going to try it. Okay. And part of the reason that we were just going to try it is a friend of ours has a garden that is producing like wildfire <laughs> like overproducing yes overproducing so you you came home with tomatoes on top of tomatoes so i was going to try to uh, make a tomato pie and i found a recipe that most of the time i've seen them they're a little bit different and call for like heirloom tomatoes and they're sliced and, and it's all these different things but i thought we have all these tomatoes if it doesn't turn out, we didn't pay for them. I don't feel like it's that much of a waste. Mm -hmm. So I just found a simple tomato pie recipe. It turned out very well, I yeah, think. There yeah. are some adjustments I'm going to make. Yeah. I don't know much about how tomato pies are supposed to be. <laughs> we have no real experience, I've never had we? one. No. I have never had one. But when I read this and said, it's going to taste similar to a pizza, I thought, <laughs> okay. Okay. Because basically it's crust, pizza, uh, crust, not pizza, <laughs> crust, tomatoes, uh, some seasonings, uh -huh. and cheese. Yeah. There's also mayonnaise in there. Well, and you put some so, onions in there. Oh, yeah. It yeah. called for onions, and it said you can just put them raw. You could caramelize them. I went with the caramelized onions to give it a little bit more uh, flavor yeah. with that. Where I think I messed up a little bit is I still uh, some allowed uh, too much water in the tomatoes, uh -huh. so it was a little bit runny. Uh -huh. uh, and it I may end up being like crawfish pie. Sometimes I make crawfish pie. It's better uh -huh. for that to to bake it, uh -huh. let it cool, oh, and yeah. then reheat it. Uh -huh. Because if you cut it too, any of those pies, really, if yeah. you cut too soon, it doesn't have time to redistribute the yeah, juices, yeah. so you're yeah. going to get that. So. We had let that tomato pie sit for a good while. Yeah. So I think that might have been yeah. the issue that just still had a little too much water. But so that was really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other thing of note that is worth sharing, which I think, and I haven't discussed this with you, might lead into the next episode. There's our neighbor <laughs> honking at the cat. Proof of front porch. So, yeah. As um, I finished a documentary, Mm -hmm. You were uh, having lunch with some of your friends one day, so I was able to finish this documentary. I think it was called Tennessee Whiskey. Okay. The Dean Dillon story or something of that nature. Okay. Uh, it was about Dean Dillon. What? Yes, I know, who's a musician. Uh -huh. he, he was on a major label early in his career, but he's primarily a songwriter. Okay. Yeah, he wrote Tennessee Whiskey. Okay. People will know that, Chris Stapleton. Okay. I didn't realize that that's an old so old of a song. Oh. George Jones, I think, was the first person to cut it. Okay. And tons of other people have recorded it. Oh. And apparently Chris Stapleton is the one that, like... <laughs> it caught. It came up in class the other day. Somebody was talking about it. Oh. Who I wasn't expecting to be talking about it, about how good Chris Stapleton can sing. But so it was about Dean Dillon and his career. Anybody that has listened to country music in the past several decades, you've heard a Dean Dillon song. There is no doubt about okay. it. Okay. Uh, He's written a lot for George Strait, uh, Kenny Chesney comes to mind, just ton and tons of hits mm -hmm. with that. So that was very fascinating to watch that. 
And they, I think because of that, too, there's one part that I want to go back and watch just a little snippet of to be able to talk about. But I think that on the next episode, we should talk about music. Okay. So I put you on notice here so you okay. can give some things. There's been some notes I've been taking for a while uh, related to music and your favorite genre, country music, mm. to uh, to talk about a little bit with that. But so I think we should do that. And can I share one story real quick? Sure. I know this one's going to go a little bit longer than we normally like. Why do you even say that? Because it bothers you that we. But don't I can't even see the hour. timer, so we're fine. So okay, so we could just go. We can make this my dream is to have a two-hour podcast. No, it is. Please no. Okay, so anyway, so there's this young uh, songwriter slash musician that wants to write with Dean Dillon. Dean Dillon is a legend, and. Again, if you're in this world, you would know who it was. I'd never heard of Dean Dillon, but I also don't live in Tennessee and work on Music Row. Okay. So it's this kid by the from East Tennessee by the name of Kenny Chesney. Oh, this kid. And he, yeah, he was a kid at that point. Okay. He was much younger. It's very early in his career. And he wants to, to write with Dean Dillon. And he's asking about that. And so somebody talks to, to Dean and says, hey, we got this kid from East Tennessee. We've signed. Maybe he was to a staff writing deal or something. I don't remember. But he wants to write with him. He's like, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. And, you know, he's an East Tennessee kid. That's where I'm from. We'll do it. So it comes the day for them to write together. And Dean Dillon is in this room. They take, Kenny goes up there, and he walks in carrying his guitar, and he's all excited about that. And they, both Kenny Chesney and the other guy that I maybe facilitate this, some industry person, executive, it's like Dean Dillon's in there smoking in this non-smoking building. <laughs> and, you know, just, and the way they were acting about that is funny. And it, talking to him, like Kenny Chesney's all excited. <laughs> and he's like, hey, w w I know something good's going to come out of this day. And just talking out of, with ideas and stuff. I'm almost in my mind uh, picturing like a Cocker Spaniel puppy. Okay. When you go uh -huh. visit somebody and they're all just jumping around and yeah, all. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm picturing. Did he pee on him? I don't think so. Okay. So he goes in there and he says, you know, that Dean Dillon kind of stretches his arms out and then kind of strokes his chin, which maybe he's known to do. And he says, you're going to, I'm going to need a few minutes. <laughs> and it's like, he's going to be meditating or something to, to do this. And he's looking at this window, I think overlooking part of Nashville. He's like, I'm going to need a few minutes to get down on your level. Oh, and in my mind, I'm thinking, Oh man, it's Kenny Chadney. He's got to be heartbroken. Yeah. Here it is. He's wanted to write with this guy forever. And he just said, you're not good enough for me. I got to come down to your level. Mm -hmm. And then he bust out laughing. <laughs> Dean Dillon does because he was messing with him. Oh. And then, you know, they've written some songs together good one. since then. So, yeah, that was pretty good. Okay. Hey, speaking of documentaries, I yeah. really want to see the Val Kilmer one. I need to just sit down and I'll probably have to watch it in a few parts. But that's how you do it most of the time, right? Most of the time, I yeah. Because after everybody goes to bed, I typically go do other stuff instead of yeah. watching those where I could. So, yeah, it makes it took me a week and a half. Oh my! To watch that one. Okay. Because I would only get a few minutes. I oh, got like thirty and minutes, and then oh, people came home, or here I got a, at this time at lunch. So yeah, I thought you had already watched that because no. you texted me one night and yeah. said I'm watching, or I want. Maybe you said I want to watch. I want to watch. Yeah. So I thought you were staying up to watch some TV. Yeah. I thought that meant you were going to go and watch. No, it. I keep seeing stuff about it. it. I don't and know anything I, about it. It's fine. I'm just telling you, I want to see it. Well, I want you to see it. <laughs> no, 
You don't. You don't care. I'm just telling you. You don't have to wait for me. I didn't figure I would. If it's something I want to watch, I'll watch it. <laughs> or if it's that interesting, you can let me know. Sure, but I am. Uh, you know, it's not all that often that I want to watch a documentary, but for some reason that one seems really interesting. I watched the uh, the promo for it, and I was like, oh man, this is going to be great. Okay, maybe I'll watch that. No. Just the promo. For oh, okay. It and see. <laughs> it's like I'm not good at it. No, I like watching those type of documentaries. Not necessarily about Al Kilmer, but sure. the one that I watch. And also, not a sponsor. They don't need any prom- promotion from us, but Prime. Yeah. They have some very bad, low budget documentaries on there. <laughs> and I've watched a ton of them. And <laughs> you I, keep going back I to do. them. I do. I love some yeah. of them because they're they're so some of them are just so hilarious. Or it's just like, oh, I did not know that. <laughs> but there's a couple I've watched, like, why did I even bother? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Good times ahead. Yes. Yeah. So what do you think? Next week, maybe we'll talk a little bit about music. I've made a note. Okay, you make a note, because I probably won't. <laughs> Because I did pull out some notes here of things that you've said recently. But guess what? We're out of time. Oh, darn. So, yeah. Until next time, I've been Billy. And I've been Christy. And you've been listening to the Front Porch Sessions Podcast. See ya.